it took me dropping out of a core class to really learn electrical engineering. Now she's a successful test engineer who works with Fortune 500 companies. We discussed her experience in college, her reasons for pursuing electrical engineering and computer science, and a transformative opportunity that shaped her journey throughout the rest of her career. That's okay. I need to acknowledge it or? Yeah, I'll start with the first question. So, got it. So, uh, do you want to start talking about your sharing some stuff about your background? Oh, yeah, sure. Um, so we're talking about exploring uh, a STEM, STEM career, right? Yeah, but you um, can share your background before. <laughs> sure. Um, I studied computer uh, engineering um, and the information systems in college. Um, in terms of work, um, I see my working years somewhat in like three, three phases. Uh, in the first phase, um, I worked as a, a kind of a team lead. Um, and, and in my second phase, I focused more on test automation. Um, and right now, in, where I am right now, my current phase, I, um, I sort of do both. Um, I'm a software test engineer at a, a small company. Mm, and personal life-wise, um, I am married with two children. <laughs> um, and um, my husband and I, we, um, we went to the same graduate school and that's where we met cool <laughs> <laughs> okay so so my next question is what attracted you to your first job like why did you apply mm, mm, yeah my first job um this is a, a little bit a bit lame um there was no kind of a grand goal um and uh, and grand plan of any sort. I was simply very motivated to want a job. <laughs> I wanted to um, launch my uh, my own life, kind of live independently. So that was like a huge drive right there. Um, and it, um, I would say, my uh, school college career center actually really helped me. Um, I seeked out help there and schools back, um, now even more so, I mean, school hosts a lot of career job fairs and all that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, so I didn't have a lot of choice, but I had more than, a little more than one choice, choices. <laughs> So um, I ended up having, um, it, it turned out to be a really good um, opportunity uh, and I'm actually immensely grateful for that. Um, it was, I got a job at a, a um, very reputable company. Um, it's called, uh, it's changed the name, back then it was called 
Bellcore, Bell Communications. Um, AT&T handles uh, long distance telephone calls at the time. Um, and it had to divest it. Uh, it has to break up basically itself. Um, and through that breakup um, came seven quote unquote baby, baby bells, baby bell. Um, they handle um, at that time, uh, like regional phone calls, local phone calls. Um, and Bell Communications is sort of the research lab that supports all these baby labs. Uh, baby, yeah, baby bells, sorry. So that's where I found I had my first job. And, um, and along with it, the job also sent me to uh, graduate school. Um, and, and for that, yes, I was, I am immensely grateful for that, for that opportunity. Yeah. Nice. Um, oh, why did you choose that job? And because you said you had multiple choices. So what? Um, so one is the company is, um, I, um, I know about it. I know its reputation at the time. Um, and two, it was also close to home. Um, home meaning it's, it's close to my parents. Um, and, uh, and plus I get to go to graduate school. I actually didn't plan for graduate study right after college. Um, I was, yeah, I was very focused on getting a job first. Um, and, and here I get a job and I can go to graduate school. So the, yeah, um, I think at the time I, I also interviewed with Oracle uh, in California, Redwood City. I had no idea I actually visited Redwood City back then. <laughs> um, um, but halfway through that interview process, um, um, I got, I got in the graduate school. Um, I was confirmed. Um, I got confirmation. I got the offer from um, Bell Communications. So at that time, I said, "That is a no, no, you know, big checklist, big plan." At the time, I just felt right. I said, "This is where I'm gonna go." So <laughs> that's how it happened. So that's how I chose. Um, that's how I chose my first job. And I actually um, didn't complete my uh, um, job interview process at Oracle. Uh, however, now I'm talking to you, I would say I do not recommend that. <laughs> I would, <laughs> now if I do it again, I will complete my Oracle uh, job uh, interview process as well. So you, can, so you can have two offers to choose from? So not necessarily to choose from, but I would uh, kind of get more exposure. I will get to learn more about Oracle. At the time, I did not know anything about Oracle. I did not know anything about a uh, database. Um, and it would have been, you know, um, 
I think in my, in my first round, I got to talk to two different, two or three different groups um, of teams. Um, it would have been a great time to go find out more about what people do, um, what the company does, and just see more about people, uh, more about the company and see possibly more about the campus and all that. It's, it's a kind of, a, um, it's an experience. Um, and I, I was offered the experience. I, I took half of it and didn't take all of it. So I would encourage that um, if I do it again, I would, uh, I would definitely take the whole experience. Right, that would make sense. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so my next question is what influenced you to get into technology or like develop technological skills? <laughs> um, yeah, my answer will be even more lame this time. Uh, <laughs> um, my dad is an electrical engineer. Okay. He's actually a very good one. Um, he he is a so he's a first generation immigrant. Um, during his years, um, he actually he actually got to go to college uh, in China. Uh, however, and then, well, historical reasons, um, he didn't have any opportunity to um, pursue more uh, academically after that. Um, and then when When the opportunity presented itself, he took it and he actually started his PhD study in a foreign language, in French. <laughs> when, he, when he was 37 years old. Um, um, and then later on, he switched into an English speaking um, university and, and continued and finished his PhD there. So by mid-age, you know, in early 40s, in early 40s, he finished his PhD and he kind of launched, relaunched his career. And all along, it was always in um, electrical engineering. And, and so to him, he said, well, Min, <laughs> you should just study electrical engineering. <laughs> And uh, um, I didn't do a lot of research on my own. And I, I honestly did not know much of anything else uh, that's out there. Um, so at the time I was like, well, yeah, I'll do that. Um, and also a lot of times, you know what you, what you like and what you don't like through one or two uh, classes each high. So through my, I think at high school, I, I knew that um, I would have to study STEM because relative to the humanity courses, I was more interested in STEM courses. And among the science courses, um, chemistry did not speak to me. Uh, so we look at math, math, physics, chemistry, biology. Um, I think 
I actually set them in my order of preference. Um, so, so with that, electrical engineering seemed pretty reasonable. So, you got your bachelor's. In, you got your bachelor's in computer science, though, right? It's in uh, computer and electrical engineering. So it's oh. actually engineering. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I did the engineering degree, even though my work is more, uh, well, is in software engineering, is yeah. more software, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, so you decided to do both, right, rather than just major in computer, no, sorry, not computer, electrical engineering then. Um, so um, in engineering school, a lot of times computer engineering and electrical engineering I kind of lumped together okay. as a single um, as a single major. So yeah. you hear about uh, ECE a lot, and then it tends to ECE, yeah, yeah, ECE. So it's electrical and computer engineering. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah so yeah. so that's engineering school. Computer science tends to be uh, lumped more with where. Uh, math majors are uh, school of science sometimes some colleges have them together computer science and uh, is in the school of engineering but usually they probably will call it school of science and engineering okay that would make yeah, sense yeah 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 so do you have a reason then throughout your career to focus on computer science or like software engineering rather than electrical engineering? Yeah, very good question. Um, you know, some people kind of know they like they can they can see a goal, they can picture where they want to be. Say, you know, five years down the road, mm -hmm. I want to be that person, and hence I'm going to. Uh, so that would be sort of, I will let the goal to guide my choices, decisions. And unfortunately, I never really kind of know what I want to do when I grow up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so um, it gets a little hard because every so often I would have a little kind of life crisis. You know, I, I, I had my quarter life crisis and I had my midlife crisis and all that. And I just felt like I needed a destination um, to guide my choices and my decisions along the way. Um, but then once I realized that I'm not that type of, I, I just, I'm not that type of person and I can't get myself, you know, get stuck looking for that destination before I make the move. Uh, instead, I really just have to make the move. So um, I kind of just, I think I feel like I almost took a, a random walk. I wanted, I needed to, you know, when you don't know where to go, you, you just choose you, a direction. You, well, you just go, you have to move because if you stand alone, you never go anywhere. Yeah. Um, so that's what I did. Um, I would say uh, it just so happens the opportunities um, that presented to me were more in the software 
on the more software side. And so I just went along with it. Um, there's that. And also, you know, you asked me uh, if computer engineering is uh, same is the same as computer science or similar. Uh, in a way, there's a pretty close, there's a good amount of intersection between the two. Um, and I actually took all my electives uh, in software. For example, I had my, um, I think, data structure and algorithms. Uh, and that counts, um, it, was actually, it was an elective. That uh, um, was my probably first computer science-ish science class. Um, and then I also had uh, a survey of computer languages um, in that one, one course, I think it was a semester long course, uh, which, so it wasn't very long, but we, we went through, um, Lisp, C++, uh, ah, the order was C, and then Lisp, and then C++. Oh, interesting. Three, three, yeah, three languages. Um, it turned out to be, uh, well, at the time, I, of course, I knew nothing about it, but it turned out to be a fantastic, fantastic class. I actually really liked it. Uh, you know, um, that was the class that introduced me to uh, Unix operating system. I learned Emacs there. Uh, and uh, I still remember the, the, the it was a, I think the instructor was a, a PhD student at the time. Um, and the very first homework assignment from that course um, was to uh, Emacs will be already installed. So you start Emacs and you launch the tutorial and you go through the tutorial in Emacs. That was the first homework assignment. Um, yeah, uh, well, you do computer science well actually you use computer <laughs> you can i think you can accumulate some um what you call it uh bragging points is that what you say um if you you know even just use emacs once and vi once so and that's the course that introduced me to Emacs. Um, and that was also the course that started uh, started uh, introduced the classic uh, book on C, uh, the C programming language. They call it the little white book. Um, and it, that was also the class where I absolutely, absolutely did not know, uh, absolutely got lost in my C++ assignment. <laughs> I understood all the concepts in object-oriented programming, but I did not know. I just couldn't 
translate that into C++ code. Um, it, overall, it was quite a bit of struggle, but it was a lot of fun for some reason. I remember struggling. Uh, what was the assignment? I don't know. Have you tried? Uh, you've taken intro. Yes, it's basically just an computer science. Yeah. Okay, you've heard of linked list? Yes, yeah. Yes. My, um, see, you're in, you're not even junior in high school. You already did that. My first linked list project was in that language, computer language survey class. Uh, I had to do it in in C. Oh, and that that's the class where I learned linked list. Well, I feel like I feel like C is a difficult language to start with, anyways. It it it, it was only difficult in that you have to manage, uh, you have to manage the uh, the memory yourself. Yeah. Uh, AP programming was AP. APCS is in Java. APCS so. is in Java, right? Yeah, yeah. Java took care of most of that for, for you. But yeah, otherwise, uh, <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, the concept is very similar, actually. Um, and my goodness, the, the, the little white book for C, it's so precise and it's so not intimidating. You know, it's, it's like a little soft white book. It's very thin. It's very light and you can carry your backpack, backpack every day if you want to. Um, but it was very concise and it was very clear to me, that is. So it was just all very in interesting. Um, so you can say that, uh, um, yeah, even though I studied an engineering degree, but it was a degree that had a a good amount of overlap with um with software, I guess. Yeah. So I so, yeah. yeah. So it is still laid decent foundation in a way. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm just curious to know what uh, what were your biggest challenges studying in engineering school besides, of course, learning how to program. <laughs> um, I would say. At first, uh, one of them was I never knew where any of what I learned would take me. I, I couldn't relate it to a real world problem. Uh -huh. um, so in that sense, I could, because of that, I couldn't judge what's important and what's not important. So I didn't know how to prioritize what I learned. Um, the other thing was I did not know how to connect um, the different classes I studied. Um, with engineering, you, you do a lot of, um, in the first two and a half years, you do a lot of survey classes. You try different, you know, um, you're introduced to different types of engineering fields. Um, and I didn't know how to, how these fields connect. Um, and even up to date, like, I still 
I remember I was very good at doing foreign transforms, Z, uh, Z transforms and all that. Um, but I didn't know how they're used in real life. That was one thing that uh, kind of bugged me, but you know, I went along because I was a good student. I, I knew that I have to do well <laughs> in school. So I just learned whatever I was taught. Um, I would say that's less of a problem now because there's so much resource around and there are so many project-based uh, teaching uh, and learning opportunities. So that's no longer a problem, but it, I, I had that trouble kind of connecting the dots while I was in school. Um, and then uh, I, there was once I was very, very, very stuck in one course. It's a required course for my major. Um, it was a kind of a, a lab course. And the very first assignment was to build a circuit board. Oh. Um, so <clears throat> I went to that class. I did not even know. I did not even know that each chip, uh, well, you get a this breadboard, um, and then you had to use a few in my little circuit. I needed to use a few chips. For example, um, uh, was there? Let's just say, I don't even remember. Maybe there was a chip that does adding for you. It's an adder chip. Let's just say it should be just a gate, but let's say just there's a chip there. For every chip, in order to activate it, you need to um, supply a ground and supply a power. I did not know that. <sighs> That's such basic stuff. I did not know. I went in so blind. Um, and uh, it was also actually a, um, supposedly you can have a partner, um, but I did most of the work on my own. Um, so I didn't, I also went in without a partner. In my first class, um, I saw all the other classmates, you know, they built their, their core, uh, the board with like, um, with the, you know, why you have to cut your own wires and connect all those, uh, yeah, connect, connect the boards, connect the board to a power and then connect each chip to, and, and to the ground to the power and then the chips, one chip to the other chip, you know, you have to know which pin to use and all that. Um, I, I was so clueless, I just didn't know what to do. I didn't even know what questions to ask. Other than that, my circuit doesn't work. <laughs> I had no idea how to debug it. Um, honestly, thinking back, it's a very simple problem. Um, however, at the time I was very stuck. Uh, and the, the project, um, I actually remember that it took me so long. I skipped, uh, I skipped my other class, uh, there was uh, like maybe a microeconomic class that I sk skipped because I was stuck in the lab. And I said, I'm in the lab. I have all my wires semi-connected. I'm going to try it again. <laughs> and of course, I ended up being stuck for another hour and not going there. 
um, at that time, I actually ended up dropping that, that class um, because I had no idea how to go on. Um, so that was actually a really low point. I was very scared. I wasn't sure if I can finish my degree because that was a record co required course. Um, see, that was what end of like sophomore year when I took that. Um, luckily, something happened the next year. I took a semester off in junior year and I got a, at that time it's called co-op um, position uh, opportunity, which I think is basically a full-time intern internship. Um, I got to do that. Um, so I took a, a semester off plus half a summer. So I was out for maybe five, five, five months or so. And I worked um, at a GE plant. Um, and that completely, I would say, that, that just changed me. Um, I got a superbly good mentor. Um, he was a, I think now called the DevOps uh, engineering lead. Uh, so I just followed him. Um, one of the project I had to do was uh, back then best desktop PCs, basically. I needed to add a, uh, either add or replace the memory chip on the uh, motherboard for all these, all the PCs. Um, and just, and my mentor showed me how to do it and Actually, it was, it was absolutely, I really enjoyed doing that. You needed to put your wrist, uh, wear a, a band on your wrist to ground yourself. So uh, to ground or to like remove static from your hands um, and you get to shut down. Real computers, <laughs> shut down people's computer, open it up, uh, unscrew, you know, and pull out the motherboard and all that and find the chip and you have to use tool very carefully, pry out a memory chip and then take a new chip and then very carefully sit it in and all that and boot the computer back and make sure everything works. Yeah. Um, yep. And uh, my mentor was like, man, be very careful. These are expensive chips um, and they're very del delicate with the pins, you know, and then when you sit them, seat them into the board, you have to be careful not to bend any, bend any of the pins. And all yeah. yeah, I think I, there was probably like 40 chips I needed to, uh, uh, to uh, replace. I think I, well, I found eight dead chips. Uh, so 20% of it, either I broke it or the chip were dead. <laughs> but you know, my mentor was so awesomely cool. Um, he, and he continues let me do it. Um, so in that sense, I, I was so incredibly lucky. Um, after that experience, um, I somehow just was less nervous about unknown projects. Um, so 
foot. That would be junior year, uh, second half junior year. I went back to school and I had to retake the same uh, lab class. Um, and the, uh, the first lab assignment was similar. Uh, and this time I reached out to a upper, upperclassman um, who has done this, who has taken this course. Um, and I showed him the, the design I've already done. You draw out your circuit, you know? So I know, I said, I know what chips I need to use, um, how, how to connect them. Um, no, what do I need to do when I build a board? Um, and he just gave me a bunch of tips. Uh, for example, what I drew, the diagram I drew, he showed me how to draw the, um, I already forgot the term, but you actually draw out the actual chips with pins. So um, you'd be very, very detailed. Like this is the chip, pin two goes to the next chip, pin eight, for example. You, you draw all of those out um, and then you mark out the power and ground and all that. Um, that's one thing. And two, on the board, the first time I built a board, um, you get to cut your circuit, uh, the wires. So I had to, for example, if, if this is my board, um, what you want to do is you, you cut your wires um, just long enough to connect from this pin to this pin. Um, and then you have your wire kind of flat here, short wires. Um, and it fits very well. Um, and so that such that, you know, you, you can't touch the wire and loosen, dislodge it. You reduce the chance of doing that. So I learned that, yeah, oh, I don't need to cut a wire that, that's like this long and it goes like an arc from pin to pin. <laughs> you just cut enough um, for it to lay flat. Little things, little things like that made a huge difference. Um, I went into the lab. This time I also found a partner. Well, actually a partner found me. Um, we were like, okay, let's do it. And it turns out we were the first one in the class that, that time to finish the project and got a circuit working. Wow, huge improvement. Yes, huge, huge, yes. So. Yeah. Um, My Zoom meetings actually saying I only have three minutes unless I wanna pay for an upgrade, so. Oh, oh, wait a minute. Uh, 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 it's okay. Um, you want you you have more questions. If it drops, we can just connect again. Okay. I'm happy. Yeah. To keep trying. Yeah, I think we can just ask the closing question. I think we can call it. I think that would be okay too. Um, so I guess my last question would be: What advice do you have for other young girls interested in like? <laughs> Um, I would say if you have interest, just explore. Um, I think you owe it to yourself to explore. Um, and you don't have to like it, but you want to explore it and find out more about it. That's, I think that would be the first thing that comes to my mind. Uh, That's good advice. Yeah. Um, 
you know, actually that's an advice that coming from my own daughter. She's the one who told me, or, or she's the one who's telling this to her little younger brother, you know, what to do uh, with high school. And her advice was, you don't have to like everything you tried, but you want to try as many things as you can. She has to, yeah. Um, then, then you can decide. Don't decide before you have it. Don't decide before you try it. Okay. Well, thank you so much for coming. <laughs> or joining the meeting, I guess. Oh, thank you for having me, Alyssa. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Hey, so man. Thank, to to you. Hey, thank you so much. Thank you for watching.